Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, we had a, just a few technical difficulties. Um, but we've yeah. back now. Um, hopefully it should be all right. For, uh... Yeah, yeah. The... So, yeah. But yeah, um, for the last, like... So yeah, it was going... So, it was, it was, it was going, it was going so really well. Like, the, mic was, the mic was sorted and everything, and then technical difficulties. That will yeah, always no, be something. <laughs> Anyway, uh, um, we might as well uh, carry yeah, on talking about just... our father, and then we'll and then we'll discuss uh, we'll discuss we'll discuss yeah. Wednesday as well. Um, because um, uh, I'm I think everyone's well, I'm definitely looking forward to Wednesday's going to be Wednesday is one. the and one then, that we've uh, all been looking forward to. Yeah, I know the the you know, seven hour rant on the but... prequel. <laughs> The <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, um, I think if we talk about yeah, Godfather, yeah, um, and uh, it's what, what, if you had to give right rank all the Godfathers like, um, out of ten, what would you give? I'd say one? the first Godfather film, a solid nine and a half, yeah. ten. You know, it's definitely. There with yeah. one of it is one of the greatest cinematic masterpieces of all time. It's incredible. Um, yeah. For me, um, Godfather Part Two really isn't far behind at all. Maybe a low nine, high eight, sort of around yeah. there. Um, part Three, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like, like I said earlier, I've, I I don't hate it. But there are parts of it that I do hate, and there are parts of it that I like. I'd say maybe like high six, low seven. I'd, I'd give it, I'd, yeah, I'd give it like a six point um, five, probably for me. And then I'd give, I'd give you a yeah. ten because I mean, with regard to the part two, like I love, like I would think Al Pacino is great in it, great in it, but like, De Niro is Vito when he's yeah, early I mean, New York. It's it's so good. one thing that I really like about. The the first two in particular is um I think the re- the reason that we we have a trilogy is you, you're kind of meant to see Michael evolve in into the role of being Don Corleone and I, I think that's one of the main yeah. reasons that they yeah. they made the third film because they want to kind of complete the transaction because you've got yeah it's a weird one because. Um, apparently, like Coppola didn't want to make the third film, but money <laughs> yeah. talks in the studio, and it, he, he described it more as like what happened afterwards. It's like a reunion yeah. episode, I guess. And then it, it sees his his fall, I guess. I mean, three is part two is the for me like part one and two yeah. is the rise and fall, but part three it's like the continuation yeah. of that fall. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and um. Yeah, because obviously for for the majority of the first film, you've got, you know, Michael Corleone not wanting to really be involved with the business as much, especially towards the beginning. Yeah. He's kind of happy to stay out of things and let um, son deal with a lot of it. Everyone wants him to be out of the yeah. business. Like he's, he's yeah, the golden but child. I think him, him being the golden child and him being Vito's favourite is sort of what pushes him to 
t- taking the role. There's there's a um this particular line that um Fredo says in the um in the second movie, um where he talks about him him being older than Michael, but um that was never that was never Vito's plan. It was it was always the plan that Michael was yeah. gonna take on the um the family business and in in a way when I watch it I I see um yeah. t- taking on that family business as uh, whoever becomes the head be it's been like a cusp and it's sort of like it it was always destined yeah. that that yeah, Michael was always gonna be cast with um head in the family yeah. I mean, like the the whole. I think for me, what the the, the end of, I think reason what the part two, the end of part two. You know, you know when after he looks yeah. at, at the table, and you've got um when he um yeah. Mike joins yeah. the navy, and you um, see uh Sunny arguing and you've got him. all that. That yeah, you you can see how they didn't want um Mike. It's it's the dark yeah. path that Mike took that. No one really wanted it for him, and it all it all stems back yeah. from him joining the Marines and the Army. And it's, it, I think that's why it ends so well, and why it that yeah. to me that completes it. The, yeah. And then the third one, the third one doesn't no, feel like a Godfather. No, no either, definitely, it it sort of feels like the third one does. It it feels like it's sort of dragging it on for the sake of you know wanting. To show people what's what's happened yeah. after the second film. Yeah, it's. I mean, there there, there are things I like though. Like, um, I I like um, the idea at the start of the film where um, Michael gets uh, what you call it with the church, and he gets um, what's it called? Is it what is it called when it, at the start of the film when he uh, he gets like oh yeah yeah the church. And he gets that role, and it's like I think that's great the way like he's he's literally like he, although he's he's a legal um, he tries to come out as like a legal yeah. very clean guy, and I do like elements of that of him trying to become a little bit yeah. More, I mean like, that that that's kind of what the Godfather the Godfather is Michael sort of trying to get out of it now, but it it's almost too late. But yeah, I think. Re- we rewatching the um, part three. Um, I I really really like the narrative of the um, second film because it's like it's watching the rise of both Vito, v- Vito and Michael like side by side almost. The way that obviously yeah. um, Vito is rising up, you know, he doesn't have very much. Um, he loses his job and then he starts stealing. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I like the idea yeah. of um, it. Sort of shows both of them rising up. You know, uh, Michael going further yeah. into the business and Vito just entering. Um, it, yeah. it is really well structured and contrasting to the first film. It's um, it's more about keeping the power than gaining it. Obviously, yeah. the first film. Yeah. Sort of tries to start a um, gang war between the families in New York. Uh, th- this is about yeah. Michael trying to keep the power that he's um Yeah, 
I I think with what I love like so much like the the part two the rock the veto scene like I'd have watched that that could that could have easily yeah been just yeah um so good the scenes where he he, he obviously he um he he kills he someone, he, he, very important yeah yeah without spoiling it and um he for me that 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 whole scene is really really powerful because you can see the start of Vito Corleone becoming yeah. the man he who he is in the first film. What, what I what I would like if yeah if that was a um separate film because what I'd what I'd really like to do is I'd like to watch the Vito stuff before I watch the first Godfather film. And I think I think that'd be really cool yeah. to do like yeah. watching the Robert De Niro Vito stuff and then watching I there, believe there's a cut that that I would really like be that. interested in getting hold of that. I'd like that. That would be um really good. Um, what what I found really interesting actually in um in part two is the way that um he he adopts the uh like the Marlon Brando Vito mannerisms. Like doesn't doesn't always talk yeah, like yeah. um like Brando did. And it's that there is an intermission yeah. of when you watch part two. You've got like the bit where it says intermission on the screen. Yeah, and um, yeah, and yeah. after and after that, you sort of see him like he grows the mush the mustache and he starts to like adopt the uh, mannerisms, like the way yeah, he talks yeah. and stuff. And he does a really, really good job of that. I was really impressed with that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he won best yeah. point actor, um, which he deserved. Um, I think I don't. He gets a lot of credit, but it's surprising. How, like he's. I don't think he's in the film that much either. No. Like, if you look at impact of it, I think it's about 30, 40 minutes of the... Con- less, considering the... Minutes, yeah, considering um, it's a three-hour... Like, three-hour, 15 minutes. Yeah. And considering it's that long and um, him getting the recognition, it just goes to show how, how good he was in that film. Yeah. Um, and then... I think the Godfather films in general, is if you want to learn anything about screenwriting, directing, or even acting, it's the pinpoint trilogy. Yeah, um, go there, watch that. The, the, watch the writing across, I, I wouldn't say across. The, we're going to exclude the third one for this, but um, the, the yeah, writing yeah. is it's yeah. really it's really impressive. It's it, the way the way yeah. the conversations flow in the film and just just the way that they're put onto the screen it's it's so well done and it's just yeah. so precise it it just it really does make the film yeah i mean i don't think there's i don't think there's a much more perfect one and two like Watching them back to back as other features, there's nothing more. I don't. Obviously, nothing's perfect, but you could not do yeah. that any better. And I think there's nothing you can say about that yeah. hasn't already been said. Apart from that, I think that. I mean, obviously, you look back at like for modern cinema wise, anyway, from like seventies onwards, 
Yeah, I mean that, that that film is so like ahead of its time in terms of in terms of filmmaking, considering you know it was made it was made in well the first one was made in the early sort of seventies. It it's like it's yeah. so it's it's really like it's really um made the path for so many other films, especially in the um, crime genre that have come after it. And I think that's really important. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you got, like, obviously you've got the whole movie brats. Yeah. Like Scorsese, uh, Coppola, uh, Lucas, Spielberg. And I think, not, not, I don't think Scorsese definitely, like, the influence he yeah. from The Godfather. I don't think he'd be able to get away with um, yeah. stuff like Goodfellas you know. Um, later on down the line again uh, if you look at like 90s independent cinema like the boom there if you look at how many directors like Catherine Bigelow um, you got uh, Tarantino coming through it's there's all bit, they've all they're, you can tell they've all been influenced by the Godfather one yeah and, it, Godfather one they are such influential films because they 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 have everything you know the directing from Coppola is brilliant. You know the 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 way the camera is utilized in those films as well. You know the the range of shots that they get in some of those scenes. You know the way everything is laid out and the the way that it's written is superb. And yeah. the narrative structure of both of those films. You know they. Um, I'd say apart the, the first one seems fairly sl- slow paced until until the end of the wedding. It yeah, it feel yeah. it feels like it drags a little bit, but then um, once once you get past that, they it flows really nicely. And for, for the second one, I think that's one thing that the second one has up on the first one is that it um, it doesn't start too slow. Um, yeah. I'd say if anything, it gets a little bit slow around the um, around like the um, two two and a half hour mark going into that third act. I think it gets uh, it, it yeah. slows down yeah, a yeah. little bit. But um, I think I, 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 again, like obviously at the end, for me, some of my favorite things. I do love like everything that goes on in Cuba. Yeah, um, yeah, some of the Cuba um, stuff's really interesting. Obviously, the whole double with Freddo and everything, like the whole like yeah, style, I think that's done so well, and it's it's not it's I like how it's not it, it just happens that quickly that the, yeah like, on oh, on the um I love that on the dance floor it sort it does happen yeah. just like that and it's it, I think that's great um especially how well that's done because most like if I if I was if anyone else would probably done that or in like a lot of other crime dramas, when there's like a double crossing or a betrayal, it's that it's emphasized, and I love how it's it, it's sort of the whole like betrayal is just in the scene. Yeah, I mean, and the way it goes down, it's it's everything's going on around it, and it just happens. And yeah, like, it it is it's it's so well done because, like like you said, yeah, a lot of people would feel like they need a build up to that, and they need. A little yeah, bit. You exaggerate. If you, you need you need to you need to show a little bit of, you know, what's actually going on behind the scenes of that. But 
it it works so well considering it's just it's it's dropped it's dropped there and then there's no build up there's nothing yeah. michael michael just turns around and he says i know it was you and that and that's it that that's the line yeah, and it's yeah. it's done really well um but uh yeah uh i think i i is old now Pacino. Um, yeah I mean, you got you got a small role in uh, *Tom in Hollywood*, last which year. I still haven't. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> you need to get around to that. Really one, need to get, and I've been meaning um, to for like the past two weeks now. I think, again, uh, he he hasn't really had much wrong. He was in a, an Amazon Prime TV show called *Hunter*, which um, um, I like. I've actually I've heard not awful things about it. I've heard that it was okay. Yeah, um, I've, I've heard it's a, it's, it's a bit it, it's a bit too it's a bit too style of a substance. Yeah, heard, but I mean, he's still he's working. There's not many actors that still are can have a career that long. I mean, I think the I think the Irishman is a good example of everyone whose careers have lasted at their peak so long. And you got Scorsese as a director who's still directing into yeah, is like big budget. Great films. I mean, um, even like De Niro, um, Pacino, like they're still going at the, their age, and they're, they're getting good roles as well. They're not getting past peak, like washed up roles. It's it's always in well known. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's really important project. that as you know, these big notable actors get older, that they're not being forgotten. And they're and they're still getting the roles that they deserve in their yeah. in their old age because I mean, De Niro and Pacino like you can tell that they choose a lot. I mean, obviously they've had of course they've had misfires in the past, but it shows their ability to choose great scripts, and it shows a love for what they do because they they always they they always get onto projects that are interesting and. That are, that are usually like I mean, if you look at um, like Pacino, he's he's still getting offers from like very great, like good up and coming like um, directors and uh, writers that he can just tell he can, he can he's he's a good talent. Yeah, that's what I'm and I think that that it's it's very important because um, their ability to choose scripts and product um, and um, projects that they really want to do i mean that hasn't just appeared overnight you know that's that's something that they got through yeah. earning it through working hard and doing big films and important films and being recognized and then being able to turn around and say i don't want to do that i want to do that one I mean, an example is like in 2015, uh, Pacino did um, a film called Danny Collins. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, it was directed and uh, written by uh, Dan Fogelman, who did, uh, he, he's done quite a bit of stuff for um, Pixar. Uh, he did, the, I think he did Cars. He did uh, Tangled, Crazy Stupid yeah. Love. Um, the, uh, Steve Carell and um, Ryan Gosling film. Like, he, he's a great talent and, you know, he, he gets roles in those sort of films and it, I think it's a real credit to him that he knows he, he knows what projects yeah. he's for 90% of the time. 
I don't think that's important. Yeah, that, it's so. excluding Jack and Jill. Excluding I mean, that. I, th- I think every, every every actor, every every um, good actor will get will get to a point where I think they take a project because um, it's not too serious. You know, the paychecks quite good. Yeah, I, I mean, at the end, I found that like, Jack and Jill was a box office success. Yeah, as well. Oh, yeah. It, it it makes money, and I've been. Yeah, I mean, it 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 double it doubled its um its budget. Um, budget yeah. of seventy nine million. It it made one hundred and fifty back. Yeah, so it's I mean, easy double, but like it made money, and I think. It's one of those things where he's he's a good actor. He will be. He'll. I mean, he's he's a great actor. Um, he'll. Be, I mean, every. I think every role he always puts in a hundred percent. I've never actually seen Pacino even slightly um, meandering his way through a film. It's a, even in Jack and Jill. I mean, that's what makes it so bad is that he's going yeah, all out. Yeah, that, that he really he really uh, <laughs> um, gives it a good shot there. And. I think as an as a like a, any aspiring actor come will obviously study Pacino and um the Godfather films, even Scarface. And yeah. I think it's a real credit to uh the man who's happy birthday happy birthday, eighty eighty. Eighty, yeah. I mean so. he he's been he, I think I don't know quite how long he's actually been in the industry. I mean, his his first film, his first feature film was in 1969. That's, it's going to 50, 50 years in the industry. In yeah. Five decades. And the, and the Godfather was only his third ever film role. I know they didn't like Pacino in the role. Like the producers wanted him off. And... Yeah. Coppola didn't want him, so Coppola said no. I wanted he he wanted him, so it's 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 a credit. Yeah, and he's great. Um, I I don't think anyone will ever be quite like Al Pacino. Al Pacino. No, he. I think that so. that's that's what's good. I I I think about a lot of the older. Um, generation of actors is that they were they were able to be unique on screen, yeah. but then you've got people that try to imitate that, and that that's where it doesn't quite work, and that's where it looks like cinema is being too gen- generic. And it's not the case; it's the case that these people that have paid, they're yeah. they're making an impact on people that are going into the industry. Yeah, and um. He, I mean, he's gonna get his credit, and he—he's. I think that one of the best, one of the best, one of the things that I love about um, Pacino is I think it's done in Heat so well. He's playing this crazy cop. Um, he I'm trying to think of the way to put it. He's great. He's great. At, Turning on before the, co- the the coffee table scene in Heat, he's this dysfunctional cop. He's crazy. It's it's got a Pacinoism to it. Yeah, he's um the loudness, the the rashness, and the 
the sudden spark in his anger and it's it's he's, he's playing this crazy character and then in that scene with Rob De Niro, it's calm, it's collective. Yeah. And the conversation they have and the way he can just switch that I mean within a film I think is great. Yeah, I mean that that's shown in um Godfather Part Two, um when he when he's talking to Kay and she's on about she's on about taking the kids away from him. And yeah, beginning yeah. of that scene he's very you know, he's very calm. Yeah. Very rational and then um near the end of the scene he actually hits her. And it, and yeah. he starts raising his voice and he's getting really angry and he's you know he's telling her that she that she's not going yeah. anywhere with the kids. And the hotel room, yeah. And 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 that's great. And that is it is one thing that he can do really well is that he knows how to go from one end of the scale to the other end of the scale extremely quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's got 50 years, 50 years in the industry, um, a great career. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's been, it's been really nice talking about Pacino as well, because it's, it, it gave us a good excuse because I, I mean <laughs> yeah. I I love the Godfather films. Uh, yeah, he's one of the first actors I actually knew by name as well, which is <laughs> yeah. really surprising. So um, I'm glad we've been able to do this. Yeah, it has been. It has been. Um, it has been really good. Anyway, um, I think we talk about uh, future episodes and uh, what's what's coming up soon on the show. So um, so Wednesday we Wednesday uh, we. <laughs> What's what what is on what are we, what are we doing Wednesday? So um, Wednesday we've got our episode surrounding the um, Star Wars pre- prequel trilogy, which is um, we've yeah. been talking about this for uh, we've been talking about this for a while now, and um, it's it's finally coming on Wednesday, and it is going to be um, one of, I'm, I'm definitely going to say that it's going to be one of our longer episodes. Um, a lot longer episodes. We've we've got some uh, guests on. We've got my friend Daniel. Um, we've got yeah. um Jake's friend Our George. Friend George. And um. And uh, we've all got very different. We've all got sim. Like I think us two share a similar opinion. Thing where like in, but them two like George likes the sequels, but doesn't like the like didn't like the prequels till he saw the sequels. And your friend Dan is very. Very prequel. He's, uh, a prequel he's, he's quite um yeah he he's he's able to defend the prequels quite a bit somehow, and um I I think the uh, prequels are <laughs> they're they're really not great. Um, um so that should be very interesting. So uh, that's going to be a very a very long episode. We probably will split it to two parts. Yeah, so. I mean, we'll we'll just have easy, to more easily easily digestible. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to rewatch the prequels if I can. St- I'm going to the trilogy if, if I can stomach it. <laughs> I'm I'm going to have to. St- I, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to see it more as a as a chore because I've re I've recently rewatched them again as well, like over the last few yeah. Years. It- so I'm gonna have to sit through again. Make it is. Know. I got I got halfway through the Phantom Menace the other day and couldn't do it. Turned it off. <laughs> they they are they they're tasking to watch because it's like, especially considering during during the lockdown I've been watching the original trilogy, and then you go yeah. back and you try and watch that and it it it's oh uh, it's just it, it's it's hard. See the Phantom Menace is short, but like the other t- the Attack of the Clones and 
Render six is, is okay at times. It's, they're, like, they're, like, they're over two hours long. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... Revenge of the Sith is my is my favorite of the trilogy. Yeah, I think I think most would agree. Um, Phantom Menace is just a massive kick in the balls, and Attack of the Clones is probably worse. (laughs) Attack Clones is a (laughs) castrate. Yeah, (laughs) it is. It's um... it's just. I, I have no words for Attack of the Clones. It is awful. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have quite a few on Wednesday. I, I'm, I'm gonna. So uh, stay tuned. I'm for gonna that. F- fill up a notebook with notes. The, the whole thing. Yeah. So I, just so. For it is. And um, we'll also be back next Saturday. I don't know if you. Um, I feel like I feel like, I feel like we should go in depth on a on a different film on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, another short like short episode because Wednesday's going to be a Wednesday's going to be um, really long. You're probably going to get two episodes out of that as well. Yeah. So um, yeah. Uh, we'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll decide on a film. We'll, we'll tell you all Wednesday. Yeah, and we'll what, what, what we'll um is. sort that out. We'll have to get, um, and, depending on how Wednesday goes, we'll have to get some more people on the show. Talk about yeah, some of the I stuff mean, I'm really looking forward to um, getting to people on. Yeah, I mean, I've got, like, we'll get a few more yeah. people on, uh, definitely. Um, it might get to a point where we can have, like, a guest on every episode. That, that would be, um, like, most episodes really good. On. Be nice at some point in the future as well to have um, people from the industry on. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, that, that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, I think that's really all it uh, it for today. Uh, happy eight, 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 yeah, eight, eight, happy eight, birthday, Alpacino. Alpacino. Bit, bit of a um, as it, I listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, bit bit of a shorter yeah, one today. We'll... Not not too long. Um, make it. I mean, I think Wednesday is definitely gonna make. Yeah, it. I mean, I, I'm I am really looking forward to um. Wednesday. It's not. It's yeah. nice to have some other opinions as well. Not not just ours. <laughs> no, not just ours. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. For thank you. Uh, we'll see you. All yeah. Wednesday. See you Wednesday. Bye. And um, yeah. Shout. Follow us on Instagram and uh, and on Twitter now. We've got. Oh, we've got a Twitter page. page. Didn't even know you'd set that um, up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. So uh, we'll see you. All yeah. Wednesday. We'll see you Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get right uh, into it. So uh, this is our third episode, episode now. Yeah, third episode. For real talk. Um, it's uh, the one and only legends uh, starring. Well, he's been in what film? He's been in so many films. He's he's been. I think he's been in fifty feature films. Fifty feature films, including Scarface, Heat, The Godfather trilogy. Yeah. Jack, Jack. and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's. He's, a, I mean, obviously, last year's Irishman as well. It's yeah, a, a yeah. big one. Um, and he's considered probably one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah, um, yeah. No one definitely. that can yeah. go from zero to really angry as quick as Al Pacino. Al Pacino, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's given a good excuse to talk to him on his. What? How old is he today? How how old is? Um, Al Pacino today. Is he is eighty today? 
eighty today. Eightieth birthday. It's his eightieth birthday today. That is cool. that's wild. But um, yeah, I, I mean, over, over the past couple of days, I took the liberty of rewatching four Al Pacino films. Um, that's it. I I I think I did. I did. I think I did. I did four as well. I rewatched Subco. Um, the first two Godfather films, and then I tr- I tried, I tried to watch Jack and Jill this morning. I th- I think I got about half an hour in, and, and uh, then, then, no, then, got, then that was it. I got fifty minutes in. I got over. I got over halfway through. That's like that's why it's only like an eighty minute film. Yeah, <laughs> I got like it was just sort of on in the background while I was like doing other stuff and that, yeah. and um, it is. It's. It's just. I'll be honest. I didn't even try to sit into Jack and Jill. I sat through the Godfather trilogy and I rewatched Heat. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I was and... gonna rewatch the third Godfather, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't quite have time. It's like a three-hour-long film. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, I've got a few opinions about that. that like, I've differed a, a, a little bit. That I'll, I do want I'll, I'll address later. Yeah. I'm also glad. Cause I, have you seen Heat? I haven't seen Heat. No. no. Heat, I really want to talk about. I'm so glad I can talk about it. Cause it's, yeah, yeah. I want to say one of my favourite, like, I think it's like a crime thriller. Yeah. Especially is, it's a genre to me that I don't think even, okay, you know, I love The Dark Knight, but it's never had that like one film apart from Heat for me that, is really like enough. yeah. I mean, like, it's not perfect by any means. Like, it's got its problems, but the scenes in there that are just like it's a really good blend between realism and style of Michael Mann's director. Yeah, I mean, with with crime thrillers, that thrillers, that's the sort of that that's what you've got to do because you've got you've got to make sure that you know it's realistic enough that people are gonna believe and react to what's happening on the screen but then you've also got to make sure it's yeah. sort of slick stylish it's directed in the right way and stuff i think also like it's another michael mann film michael mann film was, michael mann has got that genre like on lockdown because uh with collateral with tom Cruise, yeah and he's great at that and he's like, having al pacino robert de niro val kilmer's great in this yeah. as well john voight's in this young natalie portman yeah um this is, this is like a Natalie Portman week as well, isn't it? With the the, the prequels Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. She's. I mean, she's only got a small like amount of screen time, but it's it's quite powerful. I mean, I'm not gonna get spoilers, but it's it's really it's it's one of like the most shocking scenes in the film, and um, it's just every, everyone who's on there. I mean, you have got Michael Mann uh, and the cast. It's just everyone at the top of their game, and it's it's really good to watch. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely have to give it a watch. It's one that I've never got. Right. It's a long film. It's about three hours, but it doesn't feel long. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of... I mean, Rob De Niro and Al Pacino only, only share, I think it's like a 10-minute period of, of oh, time. That's the... Um, it's a scene in like a restaurant or something, isn't it? The coffee shop, yeah. Because I have, I've seen that scene and people rave about oh, that scene. It's, and it's so good. I have it's seen so that scene good. very well. It's very well written and played out scene. Yeah, I have seen that. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's just both of them like on the top of their game. Yeah, and that's some of my favorite acting I say of all time of what I've seen. Um, I think he as well also demonstrates like Al Pacino's ability. He's 
he's got some form of like he's a bit his character is he plays like a dysfunctional um cop he's a very 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 like a talent talent like he's a he's a great policeman like he um you can tell he's really passionate he gets home late he's gone through like three marriages in the film yeah like, not in the film but in his life and he's a he's a guy who's dedicated to the job yeah and um I think he plays that dysfunction that like dysfunctional character so well. I think he's done it across his whole career. Yeah, he's he's he adds that little bit of like light light hearted craziness you can see in his character in the film. Um, like at times it's he's very it's, it's over the top, but it works for the character because of how crazy he is and like the way he like interviews some people or when he like interrogates a few people in this film. Um, like he's got an informant. Um, who is played? I can't remember his name. Who's played by? Played by. But there's a scene where they meet, and he's he's at a table, and he starts like throwing like shit everywhere, and it's just Alpacino. Like he can go and have have that extra notch just over the top into his performance, and it still works. Yeah, I mean, which is really hard to do. I can't, I kind of want to add on to that because obviously I rewatched um Subco, and Subco yeah. is um. Kind, it's it's the same, but it's opposite because in Serbco, obviously, he's very dedicated to his job and he's trying to work yeah. his way up the um, police department. But he he's trying to also get rid of corruption in yeah. in the um, police officer. There's a scene like quite early on in the film where um, a guy has been arrested for rape and the captain starts beating the crap out of him. And he asked, yeah, asked Serbco, yeah. he's like, do you want a piece of this? And he's like, no, I'm going to go and do my paperwork. And he, and he doesn't take bribes or anything. And that's sort of what gets him into trouble like throughout the whole film. And it's important that he can play those contrasts of characters. He can play the, you know, he, he can play the collective yeah. sort of character, but then he can also lose his shit as well. Which um... Serbco for me is a film which it's only like, there's a certain amount of films that came out in the seventies that seem to follow that same dark, gritty, like it's it's, it's set in New, it's it's like the new like the darkness and the grittiness of like the New York. Yeah. Um, I think Taxi Driver does it really yeah, well. Yeah, Taxi it's Drivers, just, another brilliant. There's a certain level of grit, grittiness to like the crime drivers that came out in the seventies. Yeah. And um, Serbico is a really like. One of yeah, my so Alpacino is great. Yeah, he really, he um really is. And I'd say it's a more grounded performance as well for Alpacino. Like he's he's obviously his, his character's a bit like he he's a lot more grounded than what he usually. Yeah, plays, I find with that. Yeah, his, his um his his whole sort of um is his, his whole attitude um throughout the whole film is very um he's very consistent. Um, there's there's only really a couple of scenes in Serpico where he does sort of yeah, where he like, goes a bit crazy, but um, yeah, he, he plays Serpico really well in terms of his consistency throughout the entire film. Yeah, um, I thought we need to talk about um, obviously we've got the Godfather's coming up, but I think it's over the top Albertino at its best, and that is yeah, nice. yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it's 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 probably the most satisfying film to watch on like a Saturday night, where you've just got three hours and you can just watch this crazy Cuban guy <laughs> build this 
Bill just went up from rags to riches. Well, Al Pacino just screwed yeah. everyone. And there's so many quotable lines from that film, and it's yeah. Right. I mean, Al Pacino is he's, he's a very he he is an actor where you can tell everything you watch him in. He, he's give he's given everything. And yeah. I mean, ap- apart from like Al Pacino films that I've seen, apart from <laughs> Jack and Jill, like he he's never been bad in anything that I've seen. The thing with Jack and Jill is that it's one of those things where I always found them. I think Al Pacino's trying, but it's it's, the, it's there's it's, only so much you can't do can anything do. with that. You can't do anything with that. Oh. That's Don Cacino. Don Cacino, yeah. It's like it's one of those films where it's depicting Al Pacino as a guy that he's it he's like it's kind of like he's washed up and he 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 fancies Adam Sandler and it just yeah, it is. It's poorly written. It's just. It's 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 not it's not a film that leaves you with a good taste. No, no, definitely not. It deserves. See, with with Adam Sandler comedies, we talked about quite a bit. <laughs> but even the ones that aren't great, they're not. They're not. They're not offensive. They're not. You don't sit there. You just like you just roll your eyes at them. But like Jack and Jill is. It is. Not it's good. like. It's not a. Like what. It's not a film that's nice to. It's not. In, it's not even like roll your eyes. It's, it's just bad, bad. It's, it's, it's like yeah, like trying to watch Jack and Jill. I was sort of down. I was like, this is physically paining me. And it got to the point I, I I was leaving it on so I could like look at it and take little notes and stuff. Yeah. Like whenever I needed to, but like yeah. I was mainly doing other stuff. <laughs> and it, yeah. But um. Yeah, I mean Al Pacino, he he just he wasn't given very much to work with with Jack and Jill. No, I mean I, again he saw he saw the script. What if he, he, he might have done it? Didn't they? He he got paid for that film. Like it's at least, you've got to get paid. I, th- I think it was more the paycheck thing that drew him to the film than anything. Like because no, he can't read that script and see any. Quality. No, I mean I think. Yeah, and I think as as well as that, I think if Al Pacino has turned around and said, "Yeah, I don't want to do that," I think they could have very easily. It wouldn't have even taken them long. They would have had to make a few tweaks to the script. No, yeah, they yeah. they would have had to make a different coffee related pun. They would have had to take his name out. They would have had to put another name in. Like I, I, I really don't think it would have been that much of an effort to switch it around. Had he turned See, around, funny story. For me, if he'd turned that around and rejected that, Robert De Niro would have probably stepped up and been like, "Yeah." Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> De Niro, I mean, like with Dirty Grandpa, he'd, he'd have took that. I mean, but again, like that, you can't, you can't even hold it against him because, I mean, with Al Pacino. He was over the t- he was over the top. It's not great to watch him, but you can tell with every film he's been on, like the Irishman last year, is that you can sometimes see that you can see where like the director sort of went. Okay, t- tone that down just yeah. a little bit there. Like, I just mean a little bit, but Jack and Jill. It was just funny to watch Albertini just full on cheese, like over the topness. It was just it was. It, I was more curious watching it than 
because I'm just angry. Like, I was like, yeah. why? <laughs> I mean, um, what was I going to say? I read it. Yeah, um, in terms of The Irishman, I, lots of people love it, but I'm, I'm one of those yeah. people that I don't particularly hate it, but I, I, I found it harder yeah. to watch than I should have done for a Scorsese film. I'm, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I do, I, 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 will, I, I do understand that. Like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a long yeah. film. Like, it's, but I've seen it like twice now, and I think I love it. But yeah, I mean, what, what, what? How, I, I, you, I've seen it you, once, and the one yeah, time yeah. that I did watch it, I had to, I turned it off after about an hour and a half. And I started it again. Yeah. I went in. I, I went into it the next morning, sort of like, you know, yeah. not not as tired. And there were there are a couple things. I think it's just when I watch different Scorsese movies, like for example, like The Departed, yeah. which is probably one of my favorites. You know, Wolf of Wall Street. They sort of they're films yeah. that are able to drag you in from like the first 10 minutes or so but yeah. with the Irishman I just didn't get that it didn't entice me as much as I would have liked it to yeah. and um it was a bit of a it was a bit of a slow burn um it was it was it was a, a, a very yeah, slow burn and it it takes a bit of time of you watching it to sort of get into it get invested um and another thing yeah. was the um not nece- not related to the plot or anything, but the um, but the CGI they did on the faces, digital, and yeah. I think it looked it looked a little bit tacky. I mean, it didn't look. I'll be honest. First, when I watched it, like I, I, it got to a point like earlier on that you can notice yeah. it a lot more to me. Like there's that scene at yeah. the coffee shop with um, yeah. De Niro. I did not like that. Uh, like, but. It got to a point later on where I didn't know if it was, if it like for me it 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 did work for me, a lot of it. But there's still things where I was like, it's still it, I think it's still a working. Eventually, it's going to be great. Yeah. Like the coffee, the the grocery store scene. Yeah, it's um, when it's when you're watching. And there's a few scenes that the face looks a bit glossy for me, but apart from that, I really. I didn't notice it that as much as I thought yeah. I was going to. It's um especially when you're watching Robert De Niro move around and it's obvious that he's moving around like he's a seventy year old man, even though he's meant to be a lot yeah. younger than that. But um Yeah, I think that's that grocery sort thing really like that for me that I, I yeah. cut that. Like it it doesn't that's the only t- that's to me that's the only blatantly obvious time in the film where I was like, "Come on!" Yeah, F- film wise, film wise, so and um, like story wise, direction wise, I think it was um, I, I think it was um, quite it was, it was quite good, um, but again, it just it did didn't have the same qualities that it could have had considering, you know, it's just. Big budget Scorsese film. It's one of those things where I was like, I I think I get it. Like it's a it's a slow burn. I mean, everyone on that film is sort of 
by the time it gets to the end of it, it's it's where everyone is at in their careers. I mean, you've got Scorsese, you know, who's late 70s, early going into his early 80s. I mean, everyone everyone in that, we're never going to have a film like that again. No, no, that is true. I mean, with those characters. And I think the ending really reflects Yeah, I mean, yeah, in terms of really the casting, well. I mean, it was a brilliant cast, you know, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. No, it, it does it get much better um, than that. Um, especially for like a gangster movie too. But I mean, I think yeah, there definitely could have been more to it. But you, you kind of like you said, you understand because of you know where the guys are at in their career. Yeah, and for me, that the last shot is really yeah. powerful. Yeah. Um, the the door like the door being left a little open like it, it was for me that was yeah. great and um I, I, for me I, I I really I've seen it twice and I do want to see it one more time I do I do really like the film um but I'm still I'm I'm still a little bit on the fence because there's there's a lot of people who love it and like think it's the best film of last year um there's still a very in between of people who hate yeah, it yeah I mean for me. Like Netflix is Netflix did like funding that film is great. Like this, the things that I love about Netflix, um, taking gambles on that, which is great, you know, yeah, it's an expensive film. But I think the thing where people can, it's not, it's not, it's it, it's 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 great that Netflix yeah. has done that, but it's the wrong audience nowadays. Like 40 years ago, it would have been great because you could get away with a three and a half hour film, but people. Are that quick now to click on a film on Netflix, and if they don't like it in ten minutes, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of there's there's two films in particular that Netflix have done that I would have liked to go and watch in the cinema that I didn't get to because they weren't showing anywhere near me. Yeah. Um, one is the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, the um Coen Brothers film. Yeah. That Coen I've really film. enjoyed. That I again had to watch on Netflix. Um, yeah. But I I did really enjoy. Um, that it definitely didn't get enough credit, and probably the Irishman. I think, um, I think, yeah. I think watching a film like that in the cinema would have changed the experience for me because when when you're in a cinema, you're in you're definitely. in the right environment to get invested in a film, to sit down, you're prepared to watch something for three plus hours. Um, you see, like. There's a few like local cinemas that I'm, I'm like independent ones. That I'm hoping that they have like a yeah. month. I'm hoping that they could screen that because that would be great. Um, but again, it's I really did like the Irishman, and I think Al Pacino played Jimmy Hoffa. Like he, he was that was yeah. great casting. Yeah, no one else could have. Played yeah, Jimmy I do, I do that think well. he did a really good job. Um, and um, he had that same level of this. Um, like, if you look back at Jimmy Hoffa, like, he had the same larger than life Yeah, yeah. that Al Pacino did, does really yeah. well. Um, one thing that I didn't realise um, Al Pacino was actually in until, um, like, a couple, of we- a couple of weeks ago when I rewatched it was um, Ocean's 13. <laughs> I, I didn't, I, com- I completely yeah. forgot he was, um, he was in it. Because I, I rewatched all three of them a couple of weeks ago, and I completely forgot that he was um that he was in it, and he he was um he was alright. He didn't really have yeah. a whole lot of screen time, I don't think. But um, yeah, he was he was he was, 
He's the bad. He's yeah. the bad guy in it, isn't he? I, I would like to see a bit more of him in yeah. that. I don't. He wasn't in it a whole bunch, but um, yeah, he, he was good in it. Yeah. He's been, he, like, I want to get onto um, yeah. the Godfather trilogy because yeah. um, they they are like probably the. I want to say it's probably the most important films in my like, like becoming and like getting interested yeah, in film and screenwriting. Because when I when I watched The Godfather the first time, yeah. I didn't like it. I I found it boring, and but I was drew back to it. Like there was something that made me want to go back to rewatch it, and I've seen it. Yeah, so many times now. Um, I mean, it's, before it's before yesterday, I think it'd been a good like eight, nine months since I'd actually watched The Godfather. It had been a while. So um, I, sat, I sat down yesterday, yeah. and, w- and when I when I watched it, I, I really paid attention, and I got, I got a lot of notes down stuff. And yeah. the, the way the film is written and adapted from the book is incredible, because... Have you seen um, that video of Kotler on um, where he cut out the pages no, of the book? And um, he basically cut out pages of the book and wrote notes on Jeez. every single page. Um, the only thing about it is that Mario Puzo, the, the, yeah. the, the book's author, didn't, he, he, he thinks the guy from the book is not very good. Like he, he, he called yeah. it trash <laughs> he wrote it so he could get some money. Like he didn't. He said, he, I think it was a quote where he said something like, if I knew so many people were going to read it, yeah. I wrote it better. That is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's... It, for, I mean, it spends the first hour of film. Yeah, hour, yeah. Wedding. And um, <laughs> it's it's good. I like I like the um, the first couple of scenes with Brando because it's like... It's yeah. it's the way he balances like his work and like his family life, his daughter's wedding and stuff. And it's when he's in his office and he's got yeah. like different people coming in and they're asking him for help and stuff. And it's the um, yeah. What what I find really important about that film and the trilogy is the way that loyalty is rewarded and stuff. And it's I think that yeah really big message. There are some, I mean, I love Brando and obviously yeah. Brando's great in the film, but obviously I don't think I mean Pacino was. For me, I mean, I think he's probably a little bit better in. I think he's more standout in Godfather Two, and I've said I've saved him the third one because he's, he's one of the best. He's probably he's he's probably the best one of one of the better things out of the third, yeah. film, the third Godfather film. Um, but in the first, like, there's so many great scenes. Like, I love the scene where um, the uh, Vito's in, yeah. in the hospital, yeah, and they move, and um, he stands outside, yeah. And, and they move him, and he, I think uh, Pacino yeah. is so good in that scene when he um he, he looks over. Yeah, and he's like he's like, and, and um, you got a gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I've, I was going to bring up the uh the Italian yeah, restaurant yeah. scene. Uh, where I mean, spoiler alert, but he, he <laughs> kills a few people. Yeah. Um, the police officer in. The, the way like that scene yeah. shoot and then he leaves, he does so well at like, the subtleness there of like his facial expressions. Yeah, great. It's so like after rewatching it, I was like, like I've seen it quite a lot, but I was like, I was really taking notes. Yeah, of I think that, I think that's really so good, good for his character as well because obviously he's meant to have 
enlisted in the Marines and stuff, and it and it's meant to show yeah. that you know he can kill without that, without the guilt, and that that's what makes him good at carrying on his father's role because he's he is yeah. he doesn't he doesn't carry the guilt as other people would. Um, but yeah, I think the 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 first Godfather, obviously, I think is definitely best out of the trilogy. Very close with um, part two. You see, I'm not sure because I, I do really like part. I, I part two is great. I mean, the scenes with Robert De Niro in, and for me, the ending of part two really ends the trilogy. Yeah, with I mean, Pino sat in his cha- in his garden. Like, yeah, in his chair outside. Because what? Because when I rewatched them, I rewatched them back to back, and when when I finished part two, I I sort of sat there and I thought, okay, it could have ended here. And it should have ended there. I don't I don't hate part three. Like I don't hate it, but in part, there are scenes that I that I think are just don't. For me, you know, Pacino gets it slightly yeah. wrong. He's a little over the top. There's scenes in both part three that I don't like, but I do like the end of the part three though when like yeah. he's sat all alone. Yeah. There's things that I really like about the third one. Like, yeah. I like the opera scene as well. Yeah, there are, def- um, there are definitely parts of really um, part three that you can take out and you think, yeah, that's good, but in terms of the um in terms of the story, um I I definitely think it could have yeah. um ended. There's some really, really bad yeah. scenes in that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't um, great. Is, I mean, all we say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I don't like my issue with Godfather Part Three is um, you've got the inclusion of um, uh, like a few yeah. characters, and my issue with the dialogue of Part Three is that they speak like how you think people in the Godfather should yeah. speak. Um, it's very like stereotypical, like Andy Garcia yeah. as uh, Vincent. Uh, to me, he's just got that look of just that normal. He, I don't like. I don't like his addition into the films because he speaks like everyone thinks. But even if people make impressions of like, yeah. the Godfather films in public. Yeah, definitely. I see. I see where you come from. That. Everyone in that film speaks like that, and it it's it's. Doesn't have the same value to me. Also, that the office scene. Where yeah, yeah. Suits everything suits everyone in that. What, <laughs> what is that? The, the God. What I loved about the Godfather is um, when someone dies in the Godfather. Yeah, it's dies, like it's real. Um, it's gr- one of the best um, death scenes from the entire trilogy. I think is um, or two actually. I think um, Don Corleone's death. In the first Godfather film, is very very well acted out from a uh, Marlon Brando yeah. there, and I really yeah, like that yeah. scene where he's yeah. playing with um the kid in like the little vineyard bit, and, the, and when he drops, the kid squirts yeah. him, and then he the kid <laughs> runs off. I think that scene's very well yeah, acted yeah, out, yeah. and um Sonny's death in the first film as well is um really brutal <laughs> and yeah. like yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I like uh, um, yeah the Luca Brasi death really good when he gets yeah 
that that scene where you can watch literally see the laughs you were, like when someone died in that film it was dark and, like it yeah was dark. It, was, it, it was how how it should it, be portrayed but the godfather part three it was very yeah fast and furious it was and it, yeah it shouldn't have been um the only exception i'd probably say is uh mary Corleone death, yeah death at yeah the film. uh that's really the only death that really hits in the gun yeah part three. um mm. one thing which I, I still don't like which a lot of people seem, seem to praise is when uh you've got like the death and it's got obscene staring it's like a me, it's a close up of just him, like seeing the like the pain yeah. in his face. I think I think it's because when I was little, 